Wait, you've got to be kidding me. Let's get this untwisted. I will literally talk about anything, and that's probably like a toxic trait, but like, no, it's I, not like anything, just nothing's off limits. All good. <laughs> I have to tell you, I think that's probably my favorite quality about you, and like, okay. you see it or you're describing it as a negative, but I like love I don't comment enough but I love your videos and I I watch so many of them just because I feel like I'm like left with so much knowledge and information or even just like feeling like I have a better sense of who you are which is really cool because oh, so nice. sometimes there's like you know a, a barrier put up not intentionally by creators but you you share so many things about what you want to do with your business and how you want to move forward or even just like things about you and your fiance, like that's really cool. So I, I oh, see it as a you. positive. That's really not, nice. I've been trying really hard. Like, like it's harder than people think to like be like yourself. And like, I feel like you're the exact same way. I was actually thinking before this, I was like, I feel like we talk all the time. Cause I watch your TikTok all the time. <laughs> like I'm obsessed with your TikTok. And so every what? time it comes up, it feels like we're like talking and I'm like, wait, we've like met once, <laughs> but that's the thing about social media. Like it's so weird. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, show up on oh, run today and like <laughs> just knowing what's going on. But it's so I'm like the kind of person that like overshares and maybe like a more negative way. Like I'll talk no, about what <laughs> like, like, it's like so bad. My whole week is like sleeping on the couch. Right. And then I do one major thing and I'm like, so yeah. this is going to be a story. It's going to be a yeah, TikTok. Literally. I'm putting it in the podcast. <laughs> like, and you're like breaking it up into like so many content bites. <laughs> you're like, get it. We get it, Taylor. You went to Dairy Queen. Like it was a monumental experience. No, but like it is. <laughs> like, no, but like, I do you know. guys have Dairy Queen? I'm sorry if that's a dumb oh, question. We do. We do. Okay. I love a good Dairy Queen cake, a blizzard. Like <gasps> I love Dairy Queen. All of it. What's your go-to blizzard? If you have to, every, if you have to choose. Oh, I will every time choose the Reese. The oh yeah. Reese. Oh my God. It's my favorite. It's so good. They do great on the peanut butter flavors. They're so the butterfingers don't sleep on that one. Next time you're in, <laughs> next time you I hit think up, I've literally you. only had the Reese and the Oreo. Now that I'm thinking back, oh <laughs> like Oreo's classic too. Yeah, can't Oreo's go wrong good. with either of those. No, yeah, but like Dairy Queen birthday cake cannot be beat. Like, oh gosh, no, 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 so no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think I totally forgot. So I wanted to like ask you some intro questions, and I totally forgot to think of like a better name for them. This is like a bit of a a helpful segue before I just like pop in and introduce who the heck I'm speaking to. This is good. I'm ready. Well, I, I was on, um, Amanda Wan's podcast not too long ago and she always mm-hmm. does intro questions. I think you kind mm-hmm. of do them too. Don't you? Um, yeah, I used to <laughs> like everything is like changing. Everything's changing. I, I foreshadowing. Just, yeah, no, literally like I do one, like I'm always just like, Originally, I was like, I should like talk with the guest and then just like jump to the interview. Right. But I feel like I would just mess it up. So I just say like, tell me about yourself. And then they just, that's it. I used to do like, tell me what was something you'd tell your 18 year old self. Oh, that's so cute. But- yeah. 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 You asked me that question. Yeah. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, your episode was the like, worst we've ever had. What you said. So <laughs> now we took that question out. You were busy blooming off. <laughs> that was yeah. when I was like, hey, bloomers. What up, Bloomy? Oh, no, that caught on. Like, I hope you know that. Like, in the Facebook group. <laughs> like, Bloomers! No, literally. You're like, hey, Bloomies. And then like, people will start saying that now. I'm like, okay. Okay, so I need to get back on Facebook and join the group is what literally. this conversation is telling me. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm going to call them, at least for now, like, the 
twisty talk or the twisty questions or, or something of the sort. Oh, that's so cute. That's perfect. <laughs> we're, like that. we're working on the title, but really yeah. just some um, quick icebreakers. Okay, I'm ready. To make you feel more uncomfortable in this space. Okay. <laughs> um, so like I said, I was stealing this little icebreaker section from Amanda. So I'm stealing one of her questions. Um, what is your go-to coffee shop order? doesn't have to be coffee, but anything that you would order when you're like, you know, working on busy blooming, you got some drink by your side. Okay. My go-to would probably be what I got yesterday <gasps> is a, I went to Starbucks, of course. Okay. And I got Starbucks a girly. half-calf vanilla oat milk latte. It was okay. amazing. <laughs> okay. We need to break down <laughs> all of those words. Half sweet. <laughs> okay. That's what half-calf means. Oh, half-calf. No. Half calf, like half caffeinated. Yes. I was kind of like just feeling a little bit um, unhinged yesterday is probably the right word. And so I needed mm. like half a caffeine and Got then it. some oat milk, a little pump of vanilla. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So latte? A latte. Yeah. I don't know why my brain went to half cap as if you said half cappuccino. And then that's why I was like, wait a minute. I've never heard of a half cappuccino. <laughs> I don't even know what the difference is between a cappuccino and a latte. Um, It's... It's about the the way that you steam the milk or the amount of milk that you put in. Cappuccinos wow. can be more dry or more wet or I'm I'm not going to pretend like I know everything, but <laughs> lattes are like mainly like just milk. Milk, right. Okay, right. yeah. Latte. It's not real coffee. <laughs> well, it is. You got your espresso, but still. Oh, that's good to know like though. Half. <laughs> <laughs> but half calf. Got it. It's a day. <laughs> um, okay, second question. What is the best book that you have ever read? Okay. Or just your favorite right now? My favorite right now was probably the new, I'm going to sound so basic on this podcast. I'm like Starbucks. And now my favorite book is a Colleen, Colleen Hoover. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? She's the best for a reason. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with being basic because basic no. means you have taste. In- <laughs> um, totally. Basic and proud always. And um, Amen. the new Colleen Hoover book, um, Reminders of Him, was so good. I loved it. And Phenomenal. Yeah. I know a lot of people hated it. So to those people, I just don't know what to say. We can they explain themselves because what yeah. like I need answers I people were just saying it was average like so well I, I mean, mean I totally understand having your own entitlement to any book you know it relates to the to the reader in different ways I remember um the book it ends with us have you read that yeah of course yes that one was fantastic but it wasn't like my number one from her right. but for other people said it changed their whole lives you know that book the first half is like super cringe. The second half is really good. So I <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, Ugly Love? Have you read that one? Um, Yeah. And I would really like my money back because- <laughs> There you was, go. Oh my God. Have you read it? Yes. It was very cringy. It was like truly a crime. I, I feel like, like, I feel like I was pranked when I read that book. I, I started a movement. Like I made so many TikToks about how movement. this book, like people, I went on a couple more podcasts. Like we need to talk about how much you hate ugly love. <laughs> like you guys. That is so yeah. funny. I, I think I finished, I, actually I know, I know I finished it, but it mm-hmm. wasn't anything compared to the other works that she's made that have just been so much more impactful. And it was like, why <laughs> I know like every page term was like climbing up Mount Everest like it was truly <laughs> just so hard to get through but we made it fairly okay. so reminders of him is your favorite book as of now as of now yeah for sure but you're a big coho reader I've 
you know what? I just kind of got into reading recently. And so I haven't even read like that many books, but I've read like six books in January. And so that's amazing. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I've actually read six books in my life. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's how it feels. It's like, it's not a college book. It's not assigned to you. Yeah. It's like a um, whole new chapter, quite literally. To- very, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's a very literary podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just a book podcast. Okay. Question three. What is your favorite way to get in some movement, movement that you enjoy? Again, <laughs> this sounds so basic. <laughs> Who cares? Um, okay. um, spin classes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. I didn't know that you were a spinner. Uh, I think I oh, kind of did. Yeah. Like Spinko in Toronto is really like a personality trait of mine. I love it. I, I have... I had never gone to a workout class in my life. I, I was always very intimidated by them. And they're very totally. intimidating. Like totally. You just kind of feel like you have to be a certain type of girly <laughs> like to go yeah. and like everyone's in their little like cute outfits and sports bras only. The sports bras, like all pink matching. Like I, and that just is not like really my vibe. And so, anyways, I went in like maybe like August and I have gone every single week, like multiple times. I love it. Like it's such a good community and it's so fun. Oh, you know what community is good in the spin world if you feel inclusive of the community or you feel mm-hmm. like as if it's not that intimidating to get into because spin for sure like in my book has been like the most intimidating kind of class to start so you started like zero to 100 <laughs> which yeah. very much aligns with your personality <laughs> yeah it's really hard like I think people don't like you have to kind of coordinate it mm. and um, I would definitely not call myself a coordinated person. And so huh. like, you know, it's like, you're on the spin bike going right. and everyone's kind of going up and I'm down. <laughs> like, it's just, it's not good, but eventually you get it. But yeah, I think I had a very similar experience mm-hmm. or maybe it's just because like they start to get trained to the vibe and like totally. they're rocking back and forth with the, Too the instructor and you're like, we're going to go steady back here yeah. in the back. I know you're like, I can barely stand up. Like Oh my God. And I remember my first spin class and now I'm like a total, like, I love it. It's all good. I sit right at the front. Like it's so fun. Ah! But I remember at the first class, everyone took their foot out and like put their foot on the, on handlebars to stretch. stretch? Oh, and then they yeah. put it, the foot back in. I'm like, there is absolutely no way I can get my foot back in. <laughs> like when thing. you clip in the thing. Yeah. Like absolutely not. <laughs> That's so accurate. Like, I get my foot on the handlebar. Like, I don't know. It's, this is a lot. I don't actually know why I went back thinking about this. Proud of you for doing it though. Look where you are now. Totally. Yeah. I think yeah. one of the most mortifying experiences of my life was like getting my seat adjusted by like the, the front desk um, helper, oh, yeah. you know, and like a room yeah. full of everybody already warming up and you're like, so where's my hip bone? <laughs> you know, literally. And it hurts a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, but will hurt like a lot the next day right you have to like build a tolerance you do you really really do like even if you take a month off like you gotta come back get back at it in pain okay I'm loving all of your answers so far I'm this is my last question and I want to see how you're going to answer it based on your your (laughs) declaration of being basic which is not a bad thing who was your celebrity childhood crush (laughs) okay (laughs) you know Okay. I was a believer. And what do you mean was? I don't think no. there's a, a past tense. Like this is something I actually don't think I've really opened up very much about on social media. And this is a dark part of my past. And um 
not just like was a Justin Bieber fan um mm. like I made shirts with his face on them and like on his birthday I would make cupcakes with his face on them and hand them out for Justin Bieber day like in my high school like high school, high school. <laughs> like not elementary wasn't that just so, this past month isn't it first of February or um, second or something it's, isn't it like March 2nd I don't even remember now see see this was in the past I'm oh. pretty sure it was like March 2nd. I remember it was on a Tuesday and then one year was on a Tuesday. Anyways, yeah. But I was a, I was a big Justin Bieber girl, like posters everywhere. Yeah. And now he's not as much of a part of your life. Like he's married off. Like it's it's hurting you. Is that what happened? Or you I just, just kind of grew out of it? I, you know what? I always really liked him and would defend him. And then I watched this documentary with him, um, a YouTube one. And watched that was that too. kind of the nail in the coffin for me. <laughs> like, Why you know? was that such a horrible documentary? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was going like, to win me over. J- yeah, me too. Like someone like a lifelong fan. Um, That was, yeah, that was probably it. I think I closed my books that day. I'm like- <laughs> we're good <laughs> okay <laughs> what I wonder what it was because I watched the what was the one that was in like 3d in the theaters oh the um never say never tour like mm. movie experience <laughs> yes. movie ex- and I kept thinking he was gonna come in like to the theater <laughs> right surprise everybody in Toronto totally. or Victoria or something yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I remember there was a girl at my my elementary school who was in like the background of the crowd. So she was like in the movie, you know, and everyone was so jealous. jealous. Exactly. That's so unfair. Were you a believer girl? One direction? I was was not. I was a big Jonas Brothers girl. I definitely liked One Direction, but I was not a a a Bieber, a believer. Sorry. Fever. I did not have the Bieber fever. Thank you. No, I think. I don't know. Everyone around me did, but I was like always like a little bit late to things. Like I didn't mm-hmm. like Troy Bolton until a few years later. Like okay. musical three ish, you know. Oh, it, totally. It took me a while to warm up. I don't know why. Right. I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah. Also, Troy Bolton like gives you the ick like no one else. <laughs> <laughs> like I watched High School Musical two over Christmas, and I I just feel so like bamboozled over my years of loving him right like you were in the fifth grade like very confused like why this was the man of your dreams at the time yeah totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay well thank you for answering all of my um twisty cues yeah you know of course we're still working on the title thank you so much <laughs> I love it but now about more about you okay how would you describe yourself to a stranger or if you had to just give mm-hmm. your like your teeny little elevator pitch Let's hear it. We've only got 40 seconds in this elevator. Okay. Okay. Um, if you asked me this, I think a month ago, it would have been completely different. And I think in the vlog I just filmed today, I'm like, I don't even know what to say in the beginning of my videos. So let's give it a whirl. Okay. Um, okay here we go. <laughs> okay. So hi, my name's Tess. I'm 25. I work and live downtown Toronto. Um, as of Friday of this week, I'm fully self-employed. What? <laughs> and yeah see this is what i'm saying like, there's wait as in like in on. in three days or as of last week as of march um 4th i will be this episode <laughs> comes out before you quit <laughs> no, i send it's it it's to fine. your boss no no no. they know like i'm not actually oh. quitting and so I, I think i would describe myself as i have worked a nine-to-five marketing corporate job for the last four years in right. Toronto and recently I just quit and I do consulting marketing consulting for a beauty brand and then I work doing busy blooming and content creation 
So is this kind of like why you, you were alluding to like Tess going through this evolution right now, because you feel like there's like (laughs) Like, this part of your identity that you felt like you were maybe always known for. And now you're kind of leaving all of that. Yeah. Like I, I feel so unhinged, like more recently than I usually do. I think because yeah, like you said, and I think anyone who goes into post-grad life, like once you graduate college, I think a lot of us struggle with identity, right? Because totally. your identity is in college. It's like you wear your little U of T hoodie or even in high school, like being a believer, like <laughs> you just have all right. these different <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> totally. And so I, after post-grad life, I felt very lost. And then I found, I loved like working. I loved the corporate world. Like I had a lot of really great jobs and just loved it. And so it was a huge part of my identity. And so when I decided to leave this whole, like the classic basic, like nine to five life that you're quit your nine to five job. I feel like it's everywhere right now. Um, totally. Which is so overrated as someone who did not but I feel like, yeah, I, I didn't realize I was going to lose a big piece of my identity and even like being a content creator like you know you want to niche down like all these things like yeah all my content was about being a a nine to five corporate person (laughs) so now that I'm I'm not that it's it's uh it's it's been a journey hence the half calf latte (laughs) she's like I cannot handle anything else at the moment I am going to explore (laughs) I want to break that down for a second because you're totally right I see mainly I think like on TikTok where everyone's like I'm quitting my, my job. I'm pursuing this full time and blah, blah, blah. I see it constantly. And I don't know if it's just because like, sometimes that's what's being catered to me, Mm -hmm. you know, but. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three row all electric SUV, the Kia EV9 with available all wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. One, like, what was your experience going through that shift? And also, Mm -hmm. like, what are your opinions Mm -hmm. on, like, that movement or that rhetoric? Yeah, I think it's, um, like, stupid. <laughs> like, like, I don't even know. Just like, I, I feel like the whole nine to five encouraging people to quit their nine to five job is a little ludicrous. Not good. Like, mm. and I think having a nine to five job is awesome. Like there are so many, as someone, like I loved it when I was in it. Like, I don't know, like you get so much good experience. There's so much structure and you get full-time benefits, a steady paycheck, totally. a clear like path. Like you learn a ton of stuff. You meet a bunch of good people. Like it's so fun and good. And it's like a blessing. I feel like to have a nine to five job, like so 100%. many people love to have that. 100%. So then you, and I also think, um, it's the people on social media talking about quitting your nine to five job are just the loudest. The people who love their nine to five job aren't on social media. <laughs> so it's like such a good point. Yeah. But I, I totally disagree with it, which might sound um, a little bit ironic. <laughs> but, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of what I think about it. I think like if you have a nine to five job, I, what I don't like about it is people talking about the nine to five life is the before and then mm-hmm. treating the once you're full time for yourself. Like that's like the goal for everybody. Right. Like, it's As not- if it's all glitz and glam and super easy and like the ideal life. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. So 
then walk me through why you quit because you used to work for major corporation. You've had Mm -hmm. a few, a few jobs since being Mm -hmm. online. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And I will like talk about anything. I'm feeling very um, open, but yeah, I worked at the big four and um, I've worked at a cancer charity and AI startup and just like a bunch of different places. And um, yeah, I guess to answer your question, the reason I quit is because of, I just really wanted to launch this busy blooming business. And that's pretty much why I quit was like to launch this business. And I was also making like, I was making basically half my salary from YouTube, Instagram and busy blooming our podcast. And so I just felt like I'm 25. I don't have any kids. Like totally. I don't have any ties. I'm just going to kind of take this and go. And I also do still consult part-time. So, um, like it's all good. Right. So you're saying at the end of the day, even if something wasn't as reliable with YouTube one certain month, you still have your part-time job. Totally. Yeah. Right? And and then it's kind of nice because you can be kind of picky with brand deals and stuff like that. Totally. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much why I quit was just to like really go for this and pursue it and just have more flexibility and like all the things people say, like, you know, yeah, having your own schedule, which yeah. Well, okay. So then let's, let's chat about busy blooming because for me, like I think of it as like, I don't mean to just be saying this because I'm talking to you, but I think it is such an ingenious concept and so freaking cool because I I am that person that like you described as like my entire identity was wrapped into my university. Like that was Mm -hmm. me, like Taylor, there was no separation. Mm -hmm. My whole life was wrapped into these four freaking walls on my campus. Mm -hmm. And the minute I left was when I had this whole identity crisis, which Mm -hmm. eventually led me to start my YouTube channel, but like not everybody wants to like put themselves online and have that outlet as a way to find themselves post-grad. So when did, oops, when did you get started with the podcast and like, how did it branch into what it is now? Like mm-hmm. walk me from the beginning to what's eventually dot, dot, dot happening, dot, dot, dot foreshadow. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll give all the details. Um, so I, I felt the same. I felt when I transitioned from high school to university, there's so many resources, right? Like there's totally are not career coaches. There's, um, like student counselors and just a ton of resources and, I was also a RA or a Don. I don't, what do they call it in the US? Wait, a Don? That is the cutest yeah. thing I've ever heard. It's called it's, a Don. Is it called an RA? RA, yeah. Okay, Resident yes. assistant. <laughs> so it's RA. And like, I just felt you have, like- You so were. Like, that oh, yeah. is so you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I loved the, the students. Like, it was so fun being an RA. And um, yeah. And so I felt like there was just so much resource and like help and community and all these things. And then when you graduate, there's- nothing. <laughs> there's totally. nothing like that. Like there's nowhere to go. And so, um, I originally started busy blooming as just, I was like, I'm just going to start a Facebook group for like anybody who's like in yeah. their twenties. And yeah. I also felt with my YouTube audience, my whole audience is my age. And so I'm yeah. like, I have this audience of people. Why don't we just talk and hang out in the Facebook group and like whatever. And then, um, that went really well. And so then it kind of grew past that. I'm like, there's so much more like than just a Facebook group. Like we could do resume templates and cover letter templates and virtual events with career coaches. And like, there's just so much resource to be built, I feel like. And so, um, yeah, so there's a Facebook group with a website and then we launched our podcast in May and that was an extension of that. And that's the same kind of topics. We bring on like different women and chat about that, but, right. um, but yeah, and then we're launching 
shortly in a couple months fingers crossed yeah. um this the the business like uh busy blooming which is something I've, I've been wanting to do forever and um now that I'm you know not full-time at a job I can actually like do it so yeah so that's like actually getting like an LLC like that sort of thing yeah so I just registered it on yeah, yeah a couple days ago so I actually haven't said this yet so I'm gonna <laughs> explain let me know what your reaction is to this okay all the juicy details <laughs> built today <laughs> just you know but okay so what it is the business that we're building right now is it's airbnb for services for women basically and so it's um you can either go on and sign up or you can go on and purchase either career consulting session a coffee chat with somebody in an industry you want to get into nutrition counseling like just anything that you would need basically and you can also sign up or like purchase and so that's like the business, basically. This is the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, so that's what we're building right now. I haven't even said that. So let me know any thoughts, any feedback for anyone listening. Um, I'm going to get into a lot more detail on my channel once it's like 100%. actually built. Which will be like like this week, like the vlog coming up will be the next one. So, so how do you hope it to pan out? Like it's mainly a website where... Um, anybody could go on and sign themselves up to give services to other people Uh, I mean is it specifically for a certain demographic yeah and so so that's the thing so originally when I started busy blooming is for post-grad women and so it was very siloed into like people between the ages of like what like 21 to 24 yeah and so busy blooming I'm actually we're kind of reworking a little bit and so it's it's a place for people to live their best, most authentic lives. It's not just for women and who are 21 because sure. there's so much more. And I'm also 25. Like I'm not a post grad anymore. Yeah. And so I, well, I try to think I am, but I'm not. And so it's just for like anybody basically, um, like, but because you could be 18, right. And you want to go on and purchase like a coffee chat with someone in nursing. Cause you don't know what that's like. And exactly. Yeah. And so it's kind of a, it's a digital platform, one-stop shop. So you can either get services. We're also going to have live events or like virtual events, resume templates, email templates, like just everything under this platform um, that you would need basically. Damn. See, I think, I think I, I still love like the idea that it's like niche down for women, mm-hmm. if that's where you it want is, your demographic yeah. to be. But yeah, I think, I think what you're alluding to is that it should be a broader audience than just mm-hmm. like that 18 to 22, because people go back to school at any time mm-hmm. and they should have access to those resources whenever they want them. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even, I know I would be so nervous to log on to something like that. I think mm-hmm. at a young age, but I know that you would make it so approachable and fun. Mm-hmm. And like, if you have like a great screening process to just bring in like the kindest people to you know, offer themselves up and vice versa. I think that's going to be so cool. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. And for sure, like it won't just be like anybody anywhere, well, like offer service. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, like you can go on and apply um, and offer your, your services. But I think the best way I've been trying to think of it is like Airbnb for like, it's the same format. That's a very good descriptor. I think that painted mm-hmm. a, a very visual, great picture in my mind. And now I'm just wondering yeah. like the logistic side of things. Mm-hmm. does that scare you does it excite you do you know like what, what you to do because <laughs> like, I, I mean like uh, building the website and, and getting mm-hmm. um marketing help and, and manage mm-hmm. I don't know all the stuff like it's such an exciting project it's really fun it's definitely like 
um I'm a little bit in over my head some days of like no. trying to build this platform you know like it's the, all the tech stuff is not really my alley <laughs> up my alley right um but it's really fun like it's just there's no like huge rush like um but yeah like we're hoping to launch it around April because that's like when people graduate or like end up their semester and so right. um yeah I think maybe not in is that only in Canada that's in the U.S. too right like April May um, I would say more so May or June. Okay, okay. Back here. But it probably just yeah. depends on when you start your your school year. But yeah, I mean, either way, you need your resources if you want to figure out what you're going to do for the upcoming year, getting summer jobs, internships. Yeah. All of that, that has to start happening. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that gives us more time. I'm like, yeah, June launch. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah. Well, not like I know a single darn thing about, you know, any of that, but I think <laughs> like just- launching it is probably better than like continually waiting for the perfect product to be built, you know, before you release it into the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like a smart business practice, but it seems like, you know, everyone always tells you like, just go for it. That's me saying, just go for it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to be very agile, like rather than the traditional, like I'm just trying to do something and then launch it and then do something else in reaction to that rather than just like the traditional, like, you know, waterfall method or whatever they say. Yeah. So, yeah. So how are you learning to like get all of this off the ground. Are you doing this all on your own? Yeah. Like Google is great. Um, <laughs> love her, <laughs> love her. She always gives. Um, yes. yeah, I just, it's just, yeah, I've been like Googling it and figuring it out. I also have like people around me. We have a social media manager, a per- amazing person, Alexis on our team. And so it's been fun w- doing it with her, but yeah, we have a very small but mighty team of two people. <laughs> so I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Hey, it doesn't matter the the amount of people; it's about the quality, you know. Yeah, and I feel like there's so many women in the group that when we do actually launch it, like they'll already kind of be in the system and be a part of it and like have given feedback. So right. definitely the community. We're kind of building it. I want it. I want to create a Slack chat for it. Like we'll kind of do it together. Right. Um, I was chatting to Natalie Barbu, um, and she when she was talking about the launch of Rella and like other things she's done she said like create community with it because it's fun to get people like sought so you might have never thought of 100 so, yeah. yeah testers everything totally yeah so this is like I feel like in my my mind a helpful segue because when I think of you one of the first words that just comes to my head is like productive usually <laughs> okay And I know like that can often be like an illusion of social media, but I really do see you as somebody who's just a go-getter and like the most positive way. And I know you've described yourself as type A before Mm -hmm. and like whatever isn't type A, I think is what I am. (laughs) So type Z, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's definitely just like not the A, but I, I'm just curious. Like there's so many like things about you that I think are so fascinating because there's so many, like, I don't know, like do the, all of these little bits of being a productive human being or having so many like elements of your day, like planned out, does all of that just come naturally to you? And do you think it also helps you be like as successful as you have been? That is so nice. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, I would just say, I truly have, um, never been relaxed ever and <laughs> you, you love that sound <laughs> that sound as soon as I heard it I'm like oh my god me um I wait think- what's a good example of like you with that sound like what is your like kryptonite <laughs> yeah. like your google calendar 
on a Sunday morning, like all the planners, the iPad, like just the lists. I think I um yeah, like I think so. It was the question, like, how do you it was like, more like a I admire you. What is the question? <laughs> no, basically yeah. just like I I'm curious, like how you go about like okay. your everyday lifestyle mm-hmm. and like what I suppose, like what tips do you have for people that maybe like this doesn't come as naturally to them because mm-hmm. I just struggle, I suppose. And I feel like that's something I'm always venting about. Like I have trouble being productive. Like how do you do it? Right. No, totally. I think being, I like, I think there's a very like toxic productivity culture. Like nowadays you have to wake up every day and like jump into bed, grab a smoothie, mm-hmm. like make a to-do list. And I think that's great. And I definitely am probably a part of the problem, but no, you're not. I don't see you in that way. I didn't mean but, it like okay. that. I promise. No, 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 no. I, you know, yeah, I, I know what you mean because I am like that. Like I do like make planners and all these things. I think my biggest tip is just the reason I am trying to be very like organized and productive and all these things is because it's all about being like intentional with your time, like waking hmm. up and being like, what is my, in-? like, I found that in the past I would waste a lot of time. And I hate wasting time. Like it just terrifies me. I don't, I don't know why, but I think, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It's like, you just want to use all your time properly. And so I would find that I would just like waste time on obviously TikTok or like just doing that. I didn't want to do that day. Like I'd end the day and be like, I did not do what I wanted to do. And so I find that with planning on Notion or iPad or your planner, like it's so fun. Like, I think you can just really think of it as like, I'm just being intentional with my time rather than like trying to get all these like tasks on a planner or something. Can you like walk me through how you unleashed the world of notion? Because oh my God. <laughs> that seems like yeah. the real secret right there. Like have notion. Yes. Okay. I think that you just have to do what works for you. I am not a um, Google calendar person. Like you're not. Oh, that I'm surprises really, me. Really not. Like, I don't I don't, maybe when I was in more of a structure, like a nine to five sort of thing, you kind of just have to, but yeah. you know, how some people wake up and like time block, I like their journaling and their coffee, like that, um, makes you want to go into orbit. Like truly, <laughs> like if I woke up and had to look at the calendar, stealing that phrase. <laughs> like full of things, like anyway, but what I do is I, um, notion notion.so I think you guys like you have to go on it and it's so good and once you get on it, it's so confusing but you will figure it out and I love it because it's like a digital planner for everything like content by budgeting sponsorships do lists personal goals like everything and it's really cute like the little Pinterest pictures it's fun super cute yeah I think I struggle with the making my template part like the building yeah. the bones Right. I have, um, you can just use mine. It's linked in my, I posted a notion video. You could just click the link and it'll copy my exact notion into your thing for free. Okay. BRB (laughs) pauses episode. Sorry, I actually have to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whoops. Gotta go do something for two hours. (laughs) I actually think I've, I've seen that video and I have not, I didn't take the time to look in the description box. So that's on me, but that's (laughs) funny that the way that you were describing, like it kind of sounded like you had like there was a period of your life where you weren't oh yeah this notiony like super productive girly oh yeah like as a teenager i was all over the place i actually don't know why what happened to me <laughs> because <laughs> what happened i feel like i used to be so um 
calm. Maybe it was like the loss of Justin Bieber in my life. I really, I really don't know what it was, but you had the fever. It was like blocking your, your, yeah. Your ability to think. I think the Bieber fever makes you calm. That's (laughs) really what this is coming down to. But (laughs) in conclusion, everybody taking notes. Totally. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think I never used to be this way. And then I just, um, slowly every year I get more, um, wound tight, (laughs) like type a, and I I don't actually know what that's from, but I just, it's fun. I I think my biggest tip is like set a vibe, cultivate a vibe on a Sunday night with a candle, put the Netflix fireplace on a little Taylor Swift and, (laughs) and like, just plan out your week, your goals, like, I think you can just have fun with it's very fun I, I think to like plan out your goals like what do you want to do and what do you want to feel this week what's your priority like it's it can be fun I actually think I can totally sense what you're saying because mm-hmm. I I've realized if I think about everything in my mind that stresses me the heck out but Same. if you take the time to write it down you realize mm-hmm. these are like things I want to do or these are my tasks or whatever it might be mm-hmm. it feels more accomplishable totally not as like you know you're making it to be such a big problem in your mind yeah I feel like then you you really can do anything you just have to break it if you have notion you can do anything (laughs) bottom (laughs) line (laughs) but um yeah no you can like break down tasks even with this if you want to launch a podcast or a business like there's so many steps and so you could just on Sunday night, what are the steps this week for that thing you want to accomplish? Like just break it out into small little things. Like there's no rush, like to do all these massive things. Like just do little steps yeah. <laughs> every day. And yeah. Does Notion have an app? It does. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was just like a desktop thing. I'm no, recently yeah. an iPad girlfriend. Oh my so God. Me too. All I want to be is an iPad. All girl. the notes I took. <laughs> oh, there's nothing on app? here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is good notes, but I do, okay, I did yeah. download slash purchase a few templates from, um, flourish planner. Flourish on planner TikTok. <laughs> yes. I've never had an original thought in my life. So <laughs> <laughs> no, because same, I did the exact same thing. I saw her on TikTok. I'm like, I'm going to be an iPad girl now. So yeah, it's over, I, guys. <laughs> it's over for everyone. Except yeah. I still have the issue where it's like my Sunday night Netflix fireplace moment. And then by Monday afternoon, I forget about my iPad. Like it's dead, like totally back of the same. closet. <laughs> and then I'm like, what was I supposed to do all day today? I know. I'm working on getting past that. Yeah. I just really want to be an iPad girl. And one day we'll get there. Maybe um, next year. Yeah, exactly. There's always time. There's always yeah. time for iPad life. Um, okay. My, my next question as a small little segue, how does your productivity transcend to all other areas of your life. Because I, sometimes I don't want, you know, you to just think of yourself as like Mrs. Busy Blooming because you're multifaceted and you're, you're so much more complex than that. Um, and I know like that's something that you've also been intentional about with your personal branding, like basically becoming your, your own brand outside of just your nine to five or, or college, whomever, or whatever. So how do you, um, how do you hope to like use maybe your skills, your productivity skills in other areas of your life or like what, what other things, <laughs> my question's like getting looped in my mind. Do you have a life? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're like, so do you have a friends? Like, no, 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 no. I'm sure you do. <laughs> how does your productivity 
transcend to like your healthy habits, for example, like Tess as a person with her, her nutrition, with her workout routine, those sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a huge benefit. I feel like to being organized is you can get a snapshot of your week and you can almost Mm -hmm. see how your mental health is going to be that week. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Totally. And that's a huge benefit I have found in and obviously like I'm not at all like this like perfect organized person like sometimes my notion like you said I leave it on Sunday night and then the next day I like don't even look at it I'm just in, not in the mood you know yeah totally but um yeah but when I'm in the mood and like most of the time when I'm being good I feel like when you can see your week and the benefit is like like you said you can be like okay Monday is gonna be so busy I have so much to do so I'm gonna make sure I go on a walk on Monday or like book a workout class or a spin class or like whatever and so I feel like that's a huge benefit is like, you can also get a snapshot of everything and make sure you do have enough stuff that fills you up in your week. And it's not just draining, draining all week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you have a really healthy understanding of love and acceptance in regards to your, your body and your body image. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a really refreshing and helpful thing to see online, especially as somebody who is so intertwined with post-grad life, like during mm-hmm. that time when you're mm-hmm so confused about so many things and yeah you're even unsure of yourself what has your body image journey been like both online and offline mainly because you've been a content creator for so many years like how has that affected everything yeah totally and it's honestly something I don't chat about too much because it just I think we try to be like, you know, you niche down and like all these things. And so it right. like fitness and all these things aren't really a big part of my content, which I hope to change more. Yeah. Um, we'd love to see it. Yeah. Okay. Coming soon. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think I have been, I've had a common experience, I think as a lot of other people, especially women, you know, going through post-grad life and even in university, like so many diets, like crash dieting and weighing yourself and getting really down on yourself on the numbers and Mm. trying to like do different diets and all these things and not just like diets but like going vegan and like to try to lose weight like things like that right um and so it's really really tough especially in I feel like in my experience in my 20s had been harder than it was for me like in university age and so I think it's just yeah like I think getting out of um, the diet culture, like realizing that's not normal, you know, like 100%. I think everybody has that moment where they're like, this is just, you have a moment, first of all, where you're like all of a sudden very aware of everything you're eating and what you look like. And then you have to go through all that, deal with everything. And then you have another moment of like, okay, I'm starting to get out of this. And so I feel like recently in the last few years, I've really been starting to get out of it, the diet culture and just all of that. Like it's, it's tough though. It's really, really hard. Oh, it's horrible. And yeah. I mean, we're very similar in age. And I think a lot of people that grew up around the same time of us have had that very disheartening mm-hmm. experience because mm-hmm. we almost didn't have like this world of um, social media in a way that totally. has helped us maybe realize how horrible, maybe all those things that we learned were quote unquote good weren't right. good at all <laughs> that mm-hmm. we were harming our bodies in one way or another. Uh, so that's really exciting that you've had like such a, a health, healthy transformation in a way, mentally and physically. Yeah. And I think you and I chatted about this on 
my podcast, but the, when I went to the, a dietitian a few years ago, Mm, that was a huge turning point for me because I think I struggled a lot with like everybody, you know, you want to look smaller (laughs) I think look fitter. Like it's all about the way you look a lot of the times with our eating and habits and working out. And so when I went to go see a dietitian, it totally changed my mindset because she was all talking about fueling your body and getting the right nutrition. And it was really nothing to do with the way I looked. And so right. ever since then, honestly, like that was a huge turning point. I can't recommend it enough, like for people to go see a dietitian. How did you like look into that to begin with? Like that's such a um, really wise thing to go and do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I was vegan for a long time mm-hmm. and I was super like mal malnourished. I, I don't know. Like, I wasn't getting the right vitamins and protein and iron and all these things. And so sure. I, I, I knew that like looking at my, the way I was eating. And so, um, I don't know, I just Googled dietitian in Toronto and then went and I was super low and like B12 and protein yeah. and iron, like everything because right. I just wasn't eating properly. Being vegan and getting all that stuff in is very hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. You have to get yeah. some supplementary, um, mm-hmm. things into your diet for sure. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. That's one of my like favorite things about dietitians is that they, they're so, um, neutral in a way, and Mm -hmm. they're so helpful to just listen to and so smart and knowledgeable. And it's, it's almost like it helped you and me as well, recognize that like health has nothing to do with what you look like. And that can never be a determinant. Mm -hmm. Like you, you never know. And then like, just briefly, I'm just curious. I kind of mentioned this, but like you had, you've been on YouTube for a super long time, like back and forth a channel deleted, a channel restarted, that sort of (laughs) thing. (laughs) Yeah. Was that um, ever something that you were like very cognizant about? Like, did social media ever have a positive or or negative effect on you and your body image? Um, I don't see the thing. I, I feel like I never thought about it that much because I was on YouTube when I was 14 to 18. I know. That's amazing. My believer days are caught on YouTube, but Ah! I was like 14 to 18. And then I quit for like five years. And so I feel like between the ages of 18 to 22 is when I probably struggled the most. Right. Because being, I never, it was never something I really struggled with that much. Like in high school, it was more like when I was older. Um, so I don't think it really affected my body image. It was more my personality. Like people, the people, the comments weren't like, didn't weren't really about that as much and I think that's what gets to a lot of people is people are so mean on the internet especially on TikTok and um, have you had a negative experience on TikTok yeah people are mean <laughs> people can be very harsh I've blocked a few people on TikTok just they're just not there for any helpful purpose <laughs> yeah I I feel like I I haven't got it as bad. Like I shouldn't be complaining because I know other people get so many hate comments but no, that's that's still something to be yeah expressive about it's not a good thing yeah people are unhinged on tiktok i don't know what it is but um but yeah to answer your question it, it didn't really affect my body image as much but i think it really would have if i was on um the internet at like 19 20 21 100 mm-hmm. i i feel like i always had that um plan in my mind like i wish i started my youtube channel earlier like when i was in college or whatever mm-hmm. and now i think back i'm like thank goodness i didn't i know one like horrible cringy content I'm sure but two like I was so (laughs) unsure of myself same I'm sure like looking for external validation and then maybe like receiving criticism would have been 
so detrimental to my mental health. Yeah. Horrible. Oh yeah. I, I think even as a viewer, it's, it's hard enough. <laughs> like seeing all these, this content on like, yeah. you, you know, whatever. And so I, I feel like as a creator, it must just be so much worse, like at those ages. So what brought you back to YouTube five years later? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I started my channel. I, originally I started my channel in like, I don't even, it was like the Bethany Moda time like sure. when I was on YouTube originally like Mac okay. seven, super super long ago oh my god yeah she's a queen <laughs> um, but yeah and so then I quit when I went to university and then so yeah I was 22 when I came back I was working at KPMG at the time um and I just was like to be honest like jealous of YouTubers <laughs> like I don't really know how else to put it I just would always see these and, and girls that I was friends with when I did YouTube in high school that had absolutely blown up and just really all, oh yeah like just all these people that and not even like I don't even think jealousy is always a bad thing I think it just really oh. is a sign that it's it's something you want and I I just never was like, oh, that's so cool that other people are doing it. And so I was like, I'm going to do that. And so um, I thought I could just do like the whole corporate nine to five content. Little did I know, um, building that brand <laughs> three years later, if you decide to leave it, um, it's <laughs> tricky. But um, yeah, it, it was interesting though, because at the time my job, you weren't allowed to do that. <laughs> so I had to keep You're it like kidding. on the down low at work. But yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I was allowed or not, but I like was that person that would like literally like hide in my desk if I ever like, had to pull up like YouTube studio or I Same. would go like somewhere off off site for lunch to like edit or something. Cause I'm like, <laughs> nobody can know. <laughs> I know. I know. Were you ever like in meetings? I don't know why I, I definitely have. It's my anxiety speaking, but when I would be in meetings, I was like, what if someone puts my YouTube videos on the screen or something like it's oh. a prank? Um, I, I would have nerves like that. We would do like a morning meeting, like a stand up, but I would be nervous. Mm -hmm. Somebody would be like, so I saw something yesterday, yeah. you know, like <laughs> always though. Like, I think anybody probably would have some sort of fear, like their secrets going to get found out, but we were probably just like scared little 22 year olds. Like, I know because like, it's so weird to think now people, it's just obviously like with you, like you're full time. Like, it's just such a part of you. I mean, now totally. If someone was like, I found your YouTube channel, it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, please do. It. Please no. subscribe. <laughs> I'll never forget though. Like there was like this weird, super weird period of time where I was furloughed from my job because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And okay. so like, I was like kind of still on the payroll, but like, I didn't have any hours basically. And so I was like doing YouTube like so much and I created a separate Instagram account like from my personal. So like, yes. even still like nobody, you know, hopefully from my work would find me or follow me. And of course, like, I don't know where gets out. Like I told my direct manager and like somebody must've found out because I had to have this phone call with like mm -hmm. our director, right? Like the director of sales and marketing, like big wig. And she's like, so I watched your video. You were like running or something. Oh my God. <laughs> and like, like the conversation was like, something that's only in your nightmares you know what I mean like she was totally. so nice but like why oh <laughs> why that feeling like oh I just remember one time similar thing like I was on a coffee chat with a girl at my very corporate job and she was like oh I found your videos like <laughs> that feeling is you could bottle that up and like give it to your worst enemy like it right. is so horrible 
and we like both made the decision to like put our names on the internet. Like oh, that's yeah. also a tricky thing as a corporate yeah. person. Was that ever something that like you were worried about? Cause people always say like, you know, your professionalism and you know, that sort of thing. Oh my God. That has been my cross to bear. Like that whole, <laughs> like a thing of like your professional side and then your personal side, your, like that isn't something I really, really still, still struggle with like a lot. And it's yeah, for sure. Like it's really hard. <laughs> Do you think that, um, with your current job, like your, cause I know you've, you went into your job with like your content creation on your resume. So like everybody already knew before you would even get hired at this current place that you're at. Mm -hmm. But was that, I don't know, like, did you ever feel like it would be held against you, I suppose, or do you see it as a positive? Cause I personally see it as a positive. Mm -hmm. I think the times are changing. Mm -hmm. I think it would be seen as a positive if you're not filming work day in my life content. Oh, like, do yes. you know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure, I think sure. that's, that's kind of it. Like, that's where people I don't think love it. Ob like, obviously, like if I was somebody's boss and it's more of these like really corporate companies, like something like a KPMG or Deloitte and those vibes, like you're really, it's confidential. And so obviously like mm. I wouldn't be showing cause it's like audit and accounting, but it's like, obviously I'm not showing my screen or anything, but it just, it looks bad like that you're like vlogging you're, throughout the day and like yes. stuff like that and so when your brand is so tied to your work it, it's really like dicey I would say <laughs> like so true companies. yeah did you film at your desk and stuff oh god no 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 <laughs> okay see that would be terrifying <laughs> yeah plus I was I was in a cubicle with so many other people and so yeah I, I would film like any everything else though like going into work my outfits and like stuff like that I need to but, go back and watch your older videos because now I'm yeah. super curious oh my god yeah well yeah I, I can totally understand though like from the company's perspective like it, it obviously I'm not putting YouTube ahead of my work like it wasn't like the jobs are really demanding and I was working a lot but it just looks bad <laughs> right and also like how do they how do they know that you're not like sitting at your desk like editing and stuff no yeah exactly especially when you work from home like totally yeah totally yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you went the route that you did. I think putting your, your name on the internet, like can be a, a tricky thing, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, I think it is the right decision. Mm -hmm. And like, you are so much more than like who you work for, you know? So I'm totally. proud of you in the direction that you're going now. And I think that you have so many fun, amazing things ahead of you, um, which the last thing that I want to talk about is your wedding because, okay, so many fun <laughs> things. And we have to end on like a fun note. Yeah. Uh, do you want to share your engagement story? Cause I'd love to hear it firsthand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I, this is going to be a theme, like the whole, I've never been relaxed ever theme. Okay. And I'll try to keep it short because no, I could go please. on. <laughs> um, okay. So I got engaged on November 2nd, like this past November, oh it, which, okay, cool. Yeah. Super soon. Yeah, it was just a few months ago, and that was um, our five-year anniversary. And so, okay, um, my partner Storm, yes, his name is Storm. <laughs> awesome name. He, yeah, uh, we love it. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it was our five-year dating anniversary, and um, it's just kind of like one of those things. Like it was, we had gone to pick out a ring in June. Okay, and you just, it's like you're in, 
like you know what I mean it's like if you had gone to pick out a ring in June your five-year anniversary is coming up <laughs> yeah also <laughs> it's like hmm, I wonder what's gonna happen but he also he had told me that to take two days off of work for anniversary I'm like okay and and then he was like I can't tell you what we're doing or where we're going does he ever do stuff like that he does and so he usually does stuff like that for anniversary so that was one thing I'm like I don't know but I, yeah. I was like okay come on like yeah. this is definitely no. happening <laughs> and so anyways um he is also um a really good liar which is okay. red flag I did not realize how good of a liar he was until our anniversary huh. um but anyways, so throughout the last, you know, months leading up to our anniversary, I was thinking for sure we're going to get engaged. Every time he would take a breath, I'm like, that means we're getting engaged. Like, yeah, I just right. was like obsessed. He like bends out to tie his shoe. <laughs> no, like I was unhinged, like next level. Like he would, we have the find my friends on your phones and he went to go to the dentist and I would check because I was like, what if he's, it was like the day before anniversary and he had to go to the dentist. I'm like, are you going to the dentist? And right. he turned off his the location. Jeweler. <laughs> yeah, he did. He, he said he was going to the dentist and he went to go pick up the ring. I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> like, anyway. Did you track but, it? Did you know that he was there? Yes, because he turned oh, off his location. No, he, he went to go to the dentist and he turned off his location. I'm like, he's going to pick up my engagement ring. Like, I, anyways. Basically, yeah, like, the dentist. Up, like, yeah, come on. And so, anyways, I was just very like unhinged leading up, and he kept telling me though that the ring was delayed because it was getting made in New York. And so he kept saying like, you know, it's delayed. He's like, you know, we're gonna have a really good engagement next year. Like I have it all planned. He was really convincing me like it was not gonna happen. Hey, to that's the point helpful. Maybe it was good. And he just knows me. Like, I'm just a little bit, you know, obsessive. And so, I w- anyways, leading up to the thing, I was so unsure. I was like, I think it's going to happen. But he keeps saying all these things. And he's also very calm. Like, he just doesn't seem like it. And so, flash forward, it's the morning of. I wake up. I'm like, I wonder if we're going to get engaged today. I don't know. But I will know for sure. Like, when we wake up. I- you can tell. Like, you'll be able to know your partner. Like, he'll be nervous and, like, all these things. Yeah. He wakes up. He's, like, so calm. He's, he's a very calm person, which is yeah. probably good. Um, but he was like totally normal, all these things. And so anyways. You're like, this is not helpful. You're supposed to be anxious. Literally, my mood crushed. <laughs> Wake up. He's like totally Aww. normal. I'm like, oh, okay. We're definitely not getting engaged today. Like whatever. And so I was trying to just enjoy the two days he had planned. Like he had all these surprises and all these things. So we're going throughout the day. And people kept texting me being like, I wonder if you're getting engaged today. It's your five-year anniversary. Like, why would they do that? And it was just like really stressful. And people, and I still didn't, I still wasn't hundred percent sure. So like, okay, I don't know. And so anyways, he had all this stuff planned. Like he booked us a really nice lunch at this really nice restaurant and like all these things. And um, I was trying to enjoy the day with, while getting all these text messages. And so anyways, um, I, and at the lunch, he was talking about the ring. He was like you know, I think we're going to get it soon. And so I'm like, he would not talk about it. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's too risky. And so I was like, Hey, we're not getting engaged. And anyway, we, people kept texting me. I was still like, I'm not hundred percent sure. And so we're about to go to dinner and I'm like, I need you to look me in the eyes and promise me we're not getting like engaged. <laughs> like This is what I'm saying. I was just, it was, people kept texting me. It was in my head. I'm like, I hate that. I hate surprises. I am not a fan of that either. So I totally know exactly what you're describing. Because I just, I knew I wouldn't be able to enjoy it. Like I just kept thinking. And so 
And promising in our relationship is like sacred. Like if you promise something, like it is the one thing with us, it's like you are being real. And okay. so he looks at me, he's like, I promise we're not getting engaged today. No. And he was like, I have it really planned out. Like you're gonna have to get your nails another time. Like promise me, like, just trust me. Like I got it. And so then I was like, <laughs> okay, we were a hundred percent not. Right. And so we go to dinner and I'm talking the entire time about our future proposal. <laughs> like, cause we would talk about it quite often. And so I was just saying like, yeah, maybe New York, like I wouldn't want to happen in Toronto anyways. Like, <laughs> like significant here. <laughs> like it's fine. He's and like, then mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's like totally calm on these things. And, um, anyway, we go to dinner and he had rented out a hotel room where we had our first date at this hotel in the restaurant. And so he rented out a room. And meanwhile, we're at dinner. His younger brother, his brother's girlfriend, run into the hotel room and set up like candles and rose petals and all these things because Aww. he's about to do it. And so I didn't obviously know any of this was happening. And so we come back from the dinner and on the elevator ride up, I'm still talking about it. I'm still like, yeah, New York like- sounds great. <laughs> Literally. So annoying. And so anyways, we, it's so to my mind at this point that we go into the hotel room. There's like all these rose petals. I'm like, oh, this is so cute. Like did the hotel like, anniversary <laughs> set this up? And yeah, I don't know. I was so out of it. And so anyway, um, he was like, just take off your coat and like turn the corner. There's like a path. And then I turned the corner and then in rose petals and candles, it said, marry me. And <laughs> like the amount of like that feeling of shock I had never felt that like ever in life being like purely shocked like and he actually his brother set up a little iPhone camera so it's all on film good and so you can hear me be like gasping like really (gasps) loud and it was so cute he had like this long speech prepared and in the speech he said that's the last time I'll ever say I promise and love you yeah (laughs) but um yeah he had this big speech prepared he proposed and yeah what's it like to like look at the marry me thing but then like still yeah. have to like hear the speech <laughs> oh my god I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a very very surreal experience like getting proposed to and seeing your boyfriend or your partner whoever like down on one knee such a vulnerable thing it is such a crazy like out of body <laughs> not so dramatic no like, it's body experience. Yeah. yeah it's it's oh. like crazy and so I'm really happy we have it on video um thank goodness and in the video I'm like I keep saying I'm like are you sure I've been so annoying all day like, are you sure? <laughs> somebody asked me I was just like are you sure oh so, that is yeah. so precious that's yeah. a really good story yeah the story is just like me being me and him being him and he was so funny because he's like all day you were playing check you were playing checkers I was playing chess like all day like I kept asking him and there was a whole bunch more to it like he had to sneak into the ice room and call my dad and ask for permission and like all this stuff into the ice room <laughs> like in the hotel yeah wait so. you know what's even better is like that he he knows you so well he like had to outsmart you you know what I'm saying oh yeah like he had to predict exactly what you were going to say and do and pivot when he had to I know there was one point in the day where he had to go to get some wine and I was alone in the hotel room with his suitcase and there was a point I'm like should I go in his bag (gasps) double check and he said he locked it with the padlock (laughs) because he thought I might check like that's what I'm saying like wouldn't you have been suspicious if you if I saw a padlock I'd be like okay that's freaking weird he's doing it yeah yeah I didn't didn't notice I, I like I feel like that was like 
next level. Like I've had friends who did that bag. Really? Yes. And they like, I mean, it wasn't that it was happening like in that moment, but like they knew it was purchased maybe, but okay. I think that's kind of changing nowadays. Like most girls go with their, oh, yeah. their partner or whomever, and they kind of pick it out. They design it. Then that process. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like, th- it's not like that surprise is taken away, but like you still want the moment to be special and fun and whatever it, totally it's really fun as much as like I think you said this to you hate surprises but it is fun like to be okay, surprised that's good. <laughs> okay that's good but yeah no we have picked it out um together so yeah I can't recommend it enough going together it's so fun could you imagine like with your um your personality if he just picked it out on his own oh he didn't even try he was <laughs> like just tell me well originally I had sent him a I was trying to be calm and like trying to be that chill girlfriend so I sent him a google document and <laughs> <laughs> I put like chill pictures. 90 links <laughs> here's my excel sheet <laughs> but I put like pictures and I and I told him which things he could pick so yeah you could pick the color and the shape between these options and then <laughs> and then at the end of the day he was like why don't you just pick it? <laughs> I'm like okay so, like, if you pick this shape you need to pick this color and if you do this yeah. Well, there's just like so many details. Like the there is the halo. Do you want a hidden halo? Gold, white gold. Like there's just a lot right. of details. Right, and you gotta wear that thing for a while. Like it's it means something to you. You gotta make sure yeah. it represents you. Your love. Like we we would be returning it if it was <laughs> one that I didn't like. So I think you knew that. That would be me. Like so, this is really cute. But um, yeah. by the way, where's the receipt? You know, yeah. Thank you. Like the thought does actually not count in this moment. <laughs> no, so no, no. We throw the that. rose petals out the door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Your Thank wedding you. planning is underway. It's You're underway. getting married in Sweden, which Sweden, is the yeah. coolest freaking thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm are so you, excited. Are you um, planning it for the next few years? Or Yeah. Summer 2023. Okay. Yes. So you've got time. You've got plenty of time. A lot of time. You know me, we're going to have a notion board. <laughs> We've got <laughs> it. <sheet>. On lock. <laughs> you yeah, have great... a notion template for a wedding. I'll, I'll probably have make, one. <laughs> make sure that's like linked in your template thingy too, just totally. in case. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, was there any um, like lasting questions or anything that you wanted to ask, not ask, but like <laughs> any points that you wanted to, to still share that maybe like I cut you off on or or any lasting oh. notes that you wanted to leave these listeners with after today's fun little episode? Oh, any notes? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like it was like, yeah, everything. <laughs> I, I, any, like anything I should say, like any piece of advice, like anything? Um, yeah. How about, yeah. <laughs> I'm asking you like on the fly, give us a piece of advice, anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. I appreciate all of your time. I think you're just like a joy to listen to and and interact with and I couldn't be more excited for your like everything that's to come like you have such an exciting chapter of your life that you're living but also so much to look forward to and I think the more that um you want to share we're happy to listen and join in for your ride and I think it's going to be such a fun time and thank you for just being like the vulnerable and honest creator that you are uh I love your videos I love you. I love your pod. I love your, your Airbnb concept. <laughs> Trade park that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm just so excited for you. So thank you for joining me. It's, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. 
Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm a huge fan of you. Like you're a TikTok star. And oh my God. I, if I'm anyone really listening not. is not following your TikTok, like I can't recommend it enough. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. And you came on my podcast and like people just absolutely love you. And it's, it's oh, thanks. so good to be here. Yeah. We love the bloomies. <laughs> <laughs> bloomies and the twisties. Yay. There you go. Thank you everybody oh so God. much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Peace.